Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, Ducks fans. Welcome to another episode of the Quack Report. My name is Carter. I'm joined by Nate to talk Ducks hockey and everything else uh, on your Wednesday evening. Thank you for everyone tuning into the live stream here. Um, I see we got a comment already. It's our boy, Marcus. Of course. Of course. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> quack, quack to you too, Marcus. Right, um, right. <laughs> I, I don't know why I haven't put that on my, my sound effect keyboard yet. I, sh- I really should. I mean, you do have it. It's just the what's quacking thing. It's just a lot of ducks. That's true. Yeah. But, yeah. I just got to. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> I just got to kill it right away. <laughs> Stay around with it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, man. Yeah, no, thanks for everyone to yeah. everyone for tuning into the live stream. And uh, for those listening to the uh, Thursday podcast edition, then uh, we appreciate that as well. Um, if it's Friday, like once again. Whatever. Oh, I was gonna, I was gonna say we 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 enjoy all of our listeners except for our Tuesday ones. <laughs> yeah, it's it's really just the Tuesday. Yeah, <laughs> we were talking the last episode about like how I'll go back and like listen to certain segments of our shows just because I kind of like quote unquote black out kind of in parts of it. Yeah, and I forgot about that whole thing as well. <laughs> Like right at the start, and I just, yeah, I just suddenly have you. And if you're listening to this on Tuesday, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, wait a second. That's a so, yeah. That's a my style example. of comedy is just yep. surprise, surprise. I comedy. like it. I like yeah. it. You know, I like it. I love it. Yeah, I, I know you love surprises. It, it depends. It depends on what the surprise is. There's a lot of things that I do like as surprises, but like there's a lot of things I don't at the same time. So. Yeah, that's fair. Surprise birthday parties are good. Surprise, yeah, surprise birthday parties are good. Yeah. yeah. Um, surprise presents are good. Kind of goes yep. hand in hand. Well, I guess, no, you would still expect presents on your birthday, even if it was well, not, necessarily. Yeah, not necessarily. Not necessarily. You expect them? All right. Yeah. Always. I mean, you are an only child. It makes sense. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a product of my environment. Fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> I was an only child for nearly eight years. Seven, seven years and 11 months. Yeah. It's like I got I got a little bit of both treatment yeah. in a way too. So Yeah, you got spoiled for a little bit and then better yeah. things came along and now you're 
Yeah. Just, and, and, and same thing like growing up too is um, like even, yeah. Cause it was like, yeah, my dad and my stepmom uh, with my little sister. Right. But then uh, with my mom, and my stepdad, I was still the only child there. So it was like, Oh, that's true. Yeah. It, it was straight up the Hannah Montana of being an only child. <laughs> Got the best <laughs> of both worlds. <laughs> 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 if you want to look at it that way i i guess so yeah <laughs> remember when i was a kid i always i thought as well that like my little sister would be coming to my mom and my stepdad's with me mm-hmm. and uh, like having to be explained at like eight years old no that's not how this works <laughs> yeah <laughs> uh, gets complicated yeah yeah exactly which is also a great ever levine song by the way She's put out a new album. She did on actually. Friday. Yeah, I haven't. Yeah. I've only listened to the couple of singles, but uh, mm-hmm. that I feel like that's gonna that has to be a future uh, unplucked. Uh, the, that album or that the, the just Avril Lavigne as a whole. Either I'm good or with both. Either. Why not or, both? Yeah, why not both? <laughs> mm-hmm. That'll be a great I, idea. Uh, I, I checked out her new album because I had no idea it was coming out. Like I, I'd heard like one of the singles but i was like okay she just like released a single whatever mm-hmm. um everyone got bored over the last couple of years so why not avril lavigne um, yeah. <laughs> and then uh then yeah i i was just like scrolling through i was like new avril lavigne album and um i was driving up to calgary with my girlfriend and i was like do you want to listen to avril lavigne and she was like i guess <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> um yeah it's it's pretty good it's it's not like the best album that you'll ever listen to. Yeah. It's not bad either. It's just like an average album. And then there's like the couple singles that are pretty good. I forget the name of the one. But it is Avril it. Lavigne, right? Like oh, it's, it's, still... oh, it's 100% Avril Lavigne. Okay, yeah, perfect. Yeah. Yeah. perfect. Yeah. It's, yeah, it, it's the exact same like style from 20 years ago. So, Sweet. Yeah. I like it. Which is good. Yeah. Um, what's, uh, I can't remember the one song that I, I really like off that album. But if there's, if you can only listen to one, it's um, oh, love it when you hate me. That's a good one. Oh yeah, uh, yeah, yeah that, and that was one, one of the singles. So yeah, she's got a couple good features as well. Uh, Machine Gun Kelly, who I know you're a fan of, and then I didn't even realize this when I listened to it, but Mark Hoppus is on uh, All I Wanted. Oh sweet! I wonder if that's that's got to be like post cancer for him. Uh yeah maybe yeah sweet. Good on him. Yeah, that's cool. I don't think he sings on it. Like, because I feel like I would have recognized his voice, but maybe I just wasn't paying that close of attention. That's fair. So, yeah, he's, I'll, he's yeah I'll definitely, have to, definitely have to check that out. So, yeah, what would, would recommend to anybody? It's a, it's a good one. Sounds good. I do want to see who, um, who produced this album. Just kind of curious. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, the album is Love Sucks. It's only her seventh. I thought it was. I thought she had more. I um, thought so too. But yeah. Oh, okay. I love the producer lineup on this. You know, okay. You know yeah. me, Carter. Isn't I love John, my. Isn't I John love Feldman? my John Feldman. Yeah. yeah, he's one of the lead guys on it, but also uh, Derek Smith, also known as Mod Son, mm. um, who they've done a song together that, uh, uh was it called? Is it is it just Burn for You? I think. Um, yeah. but that was produced by Feldman. And then you have that hint of Travis Barker in there as well. Who's an, who's another producer on this album. Oh, that's sweet. John Feldman, Travis Barker as a call as like, like Feldman did the last couple of blink albums, uh, with mm-hmm. Matt Skiba, but Feldman and Barker working together as producers. Damn. I love that. Yeah. 
Um, Avril Lavigne and Maud's son are actually together as well. So, okay, I have a question. It's a beautiful son, musical is, relationship, is, right? There. Yeah, is Maud's son Canadian though? That's my question right now. Oh, that I don't know. Uh, no, he's Minnesotan. He's a he's a U.S. boy. Okay, he's so he's like honorary Canadian. Honorary Canadian, yeah, yeah. in a way. Um, but uh, yeah, because she also she was married to Chad Kroger of uh, of Nickelback. That's right. Yeah. And uh, also, one I didn't realize she was married to she was married to Derek Weebly of uh, Sum Forty One. Oh, interesting. Oh, I learned that like a while ago, but like it took me way too long to learn that. Mm-hmm. I was like, really? So, um, but yeah, so that's that's actually how I found out that she had put out the album was uh, Derek Weebly and on the Sum Forty One uh, social medias, uh, they had said like, hey, we have our history with Avril, and she has a new album out and stuff like that, and t- go take a listen to it. So, oh, that's cool. Yeah. Yeah. So, well, very excited for it. Yeah. Uh, well, I know that uh, <laughs> we're probably procrastinating talking about these games. And we'd yeah, rather the talk first about one I really game, don't but... want to talk about, but <laughs> I yeah. guess if we have but to. It is our duty to all the Ducks fans uh, that are listening. We got to, we, we all went through this trauma together. We are your um, auditory counselors, not, not licensed at that, all. <laughs> that need counseling ourselves. Yes. Yeah. Um, <laughs> But we're here to just share the pain with you. We, we can't guarantee that it'll be better afterwards, but just know that we're in this together um, as Ducks fans. Yes. So I guess let's get into it. Just get it over with. Like a Band-Aid. Just rip it just off. Just rip it off. Okay. Yeah. Actually, before we, sorry, before we do that, before we rip the Band-Aid off, I've heard like a couple different arguments for taking Band-Aids off. Like, Obviously, there's the standard rip the band. We are really off. procrastinating you, now. I know, I know. But you just grab it and you just rip and, and just get it over with all yeah. in like just a split second. Yeah. But like, I, I don't know if you went, if you, your English teacher told you this, but this is kind of where I first heard it. You want your first paragraph and your last paragraph to be the best like paragraphs of your English essay. And then everything else in between can just be like average or subpar. But you want your best two to be first and last. Because people, as humans, generally remember the beginning and the end, and the middle, not necessarily always. Um, okay. So, <laughs> I've, I've met some people that they take a Band-Aid off, and they, like, they go slowly, and then they rip 90%, and then they, like, just go to do the last little bit at the end. So that the beginning and the end don't hurt, and all the pain is in the middle. Or you could just do it all at once and well, yeah. <laughs> no pain is before you do it and the no pain is after you do it. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so what? you're in the same boat as me then. Okay, I, I just wanted to check. To <laughs> I, I don't know. It's, uh, it's just something I heard people do. So I was like, okay, I got to see. The like, thing also doesn't make sense to me, really. The writing thing? Yeah. Like, okay, I, understand it, it is, it to yeah. A, I understand it to yeah, a yeah. point, but... Maybe that's why I always did better on our history essays. <laughs> did you? I actually don't even remember. I, I have no idea. <laughs> I have no idea either. Like I'm like I know I wrote pretty good papers. Like you did, but, yeah. But I yeah. Anyway, not, not that it's, you know that's a competition or anything like that. Just when you but live like three or four years together during school, you're all in the same classes. You're obviously going to be looking at each other's grades and stuff like that, and mm-hmm. you know talking about like, hey, this prof kind of screwed me out of a grade or here or something like that do you agree and whatnot so yeah but anyways yeah. <laughs> <laughs> do you have anything else you want to procrastinate with here um 
Actually, I will procrastinate with one more thing. Okay. <laughs> uh, but it's something I realized that we didn't really talk about before. And mm. we're obviously not the people to be, you know, giving the news about this or anything like that. Um, I feel fairly confident to say, though, that, uh, you know, both Carter and I obviously are uh, devastated by the events going on over in the Ukraine right now. And wish all the best to the Ukrainian people. Alberta, where we are specifically, is heavily populated with Ukrainian, uh, you know, immigrants, or mm-hmm. uh, that's their their heritage, that sort of thing. Um, so we we stand with Ukrainians and uh, and the Ukraine itself. So and uh, hope this can all be resolved soon. So, mm-hmm. yeah, absolutely. I I don't have anything to add, but yeah, it's yeah, uh, it's it's awful. The whole situation just yeah. sucks. So. Yeah, um, but on that note, we'll uh, we'll get into the uh, Ducks games here. Yeah. Now, what the fuck was that game against the Islanders? <laughs> yeah, man. That I honestly don't know what to say. I I, I don't. Oh, okay. Let me rephrase. I don't know what to say that hasn't been said before. It's where do you want to start? <laughs> I, I don't even know where to start. It's there there's so much to this game that causes this just shitty looking team, to be honest with you. I, I have nowhere no way else to say it. Mm-hmm. Uh I, I have it as the notes here. I just overall I said the game just looked lazy on the Anaheim Ducks part. It was lazy defense, lazy offensive chances lazy communication all around that led to chances more for the Islanders and less for us. Um, the, I have here, like just gotta, it's, it's communication, clear the front of the net. That's something that you, you talk about quite a bit actually is just the defensive aspect. And we just don't do a good job at that. The first goal against, we let two guys skate in front of Stellar's completely unopposed. Mm-hmm. It's a double screen. And they, they just, they, they're not for a leisurely Sunday uh, stroll across the, like across the crease. Yeah. Why are we letting guys do that? It's not going to fucking help at all. <laughs> I, I have no idea. It, that's to me. That's defense. One Oh one is don't exactly. let people stand in front of the net. Exactly. Or and if they are going to stand in front of the net, you make their life fucking miserable. Yeah. But it, we don't do that at all. So no, not at all. I, I have some, I have some things to say more Go in relation it. to the Bruins game on that. So I'll save it for later. Okay. But, okay. Um, sounds good. But I a hundred percent agree. It was still an issue in the, the Islanders game as well. I just, okay. Wasn't as bothered by it. Yeah. Okay. Fair if that, enough. If that makes sense. <laughs> yeah, like, it, it still sense. bothered me, but not as bad as the Bruins game. That's yeah. what I'm trying that to say. So. Totally makes sense. Yeah. Uh, another point I have here is okay. This is just a personal thing that I absolutely hate. I hate it. Like I, I understand it kind of works with the system sometimes, but I hate when the play is going back to your end and guys change. Oh, that, I don't care yeah. <laughs> if it's technically the end of your shift or not. And and that's maybe a bit more on the coaching staff because why did I watch a two-on-one for the Islanders have three guys go and change during that? Mm-hmm. Why? The, the one There's thing I will no say about that. no reason for that. The, Play defense, then <laughs> yes. get off on the offense. Yes, you're, it's you're easy 100% enough to, right. It's easy enough to just chip it into the zone if that's what you have to do for a change. Or, or you get possession, hold it behind the net, right? You see that all the time. Why are you changing when you're going back on defense? You are shorthanding, shorthanding, is that the fucking word? I don't even care at this point. 
You are, okay, you are making yourself shorthanded. Why are you purposely doing that? Don't do that. Stop it. <laughs> Stop. Dallas, Eakins, buddy. Stop letting your team do that. And if you're the one telling them to come off, no. Where's the where's the sit the fuck down, Kevin thing? We need it uh, changed for Dallas. Dallas, go sit. Jesus Christ. <laughs> As a goaltender, this just bothers me to my core. I absolutely hate it. Mm-hmm. Like, growing up playing, I absolutely hate it. I would call guys out on it. Like, if you're, if you, if you've been out there for two or three minutes, okay, sure. Yeah, absolutely. Get the hell off, right? Get, get a fresh guy on. It that makes any, doesn't make any sense. But in the NHL, where your typical shifts are 30 to four, like 30 to 45 seconds, which I hope you're playing hard enough that you are absolutely gassed that you have to get off. Otherwise, there's no excuse for it. Get back, find the opportunity, then go get a change. A few Anything else? moments later. Anything else you want to add to that? I know I kind of went off there. <laughs> um, I, I was like some PTSD yes. there for me. <laughs> no, I know. And I, I would say that you're you're 100% right. I agree with you. I'm not I'm not <laughs> arguing that yeah, that's Normally, normally that's not a good time to change. But in this particular instance, the Ducks had too many men on the ice. So one guy goes off. Why is there even an extra guy on the ice in in general? Why? Yes. No. No, yeah. No. (laughs) Sit down. Sit down. (laughs) The the issue is... Communication uh, is key. (laughs) Why are there six guys on the ice in the first place? And even Again. so, if you know there's a penalty coming, touch the puck. It's almost better to do that than give up a two-on-one, a three-on-one. A few moments later. <laughs> like, fuck. <laughs> I get yeah. that everything happens in a split second, but there are so many different things that you could have done instead of giving up a two-on-one. To the Islanders. That's nothing against the Islanders as a team or anything like that. They're just not known for offense. Defense is their game, and we saw it throughout this game here. Mm-hmm. This actually looked like the Islanders of the last few years, defensively. Yeah. It's good to see for the Islanders fans, honestly, because this team has struggled this year. W- watching that being from the opposing side, though, this shouldn't be happening. <laughs> yeah, it's... Sorry, yeah, I'll let you I, I mean, Yeah, it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> with With the too many men situation, it's like... In hindsight, you they probably should have just, you know, accepted their fate. Like, okay, we're just going to have six guys on the ice now but because we can't let this two-on-one happen. But I think Lindholm realized there was too many men on the ice, and he was like, okay, well, I was the one kind of going towards the bench, realized that a two-on-one would develop, and then tried to join the play or like, hesitated and then ended up going off. By then, it was too late. I think there was a delayed penalty already mm-hmm. but Lindholm going off on that play actually led to the two on one like pretty pretty directly like he should have been the yeah. other guy back obviously yeah. he's a defenseman that's his job so yes I, I think you said it as well like it's everything happens in a split second and that's one of the unique things about hockey is changes on the fly that yeah. and that's it generates goals like as we've seen here just unfortunately that was just the worst time and the worst team to do that against is yep. the Islanders. Not 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 the worst team. There's worse teams I would rather give a two on one to. But it looks worse when it's 
the Islanders. Yeah. So, yeah, it, it's not a good situation. It's, I, yeah, they, it, it goes back to your original point of communication. <laughs> like, yeah. that wouldn't, ha- that doesn't happen if the Ducks communicated on that play. But lack of communication leads to a two-on-one and yep. too many men on the ice. So if they don't score, we're shorthanded anyways. But, yeah. Um, yeah, it's just awful. So I got one more point on communication as well. And it's the third goal. Yeah. We have all five of our guys on one side of the ice. I understand you get the flow of play and stuff like that. But why are four of the five guys in the corner with two other with two islanders? Mm-hmm. That's not needed. That's, no. <laughs> Cover the open man. Hey, everybody's one, two, three, four. We got four guys here. We don't need four guys here. Mm-hmm. Two guys can handle two guys. It's fine. Get a yeah. third in there. Just make sure you kind of have like a quick window to jump out. Why do we have four guys there to just let someone walk in? Yeah. Come on. <laughs> like, oh, man. Okay. And I'm going to bring up one more thing because a lot of this has been defensive. All right. I'm going to pull up as soon as this lets me here. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm going to pull up the uh, scoring chances here for the mm-hmm. Islanders and the Ducks. Respectively. Yeah, that, that's actually something I'd be super interested in because personally, oh, dude, just from, I, don't, I don't know if you want to look at this. Just, <laughs> just from from watching the game, well, first of all, our shots we outshot them thirty four to twenty two. Looks pretty good. At least in the first period, I thought our offense was pretty good. In the first period, it, it obviously dwindled in the second and third, and it, it's hard to say that our offense looked good when we didn't score a single yeah. goal. <laughs> but I, I thought we had some good chances, especially in the first and. I, it wasn't as noticeable in the second or third, but we continued to outshoot them. And I, I think that's probably the case all the time when teams play against the Islanders. But mm-hmm. purely from just an eye test perspective, I thought our our offense was better than it usually or it has been over the last month, in my opinion. But I, I know that you have things that are going to disagree with that. Fortunately, so the chart here shows otherwise. Do you see any shots from in the slot there for Anaheim? Uh, no. <laughs> One at the crease. Yeah. You're not going to score a whole lot if you're not doing that, guys. We, I get it. And, uh, you know, the Islanders are a defensive team. They played a hard defensive mm-hmm. game, like I said earlier. You know, respect to that. But when you have this gaping hole the size of the Marianas Trench, in the spot that you should probably have some shots. Again, we talked about how the Islanders aren't normally a offensive team. They're a defensive team, right? Mm-hmm. I count one, two, three, four, five, six, seven goals or seven shots or seven chances all below the hash marks. Seven. Yeah, that's. And then if you want to, like, just that's just. And one of those you is know... behind the net, too. <laughs> oh, I'm not even. No, we're behind the net. What are you talking about? Or like, or sorry, behind the goal line. One of those is behind the goal line. <laughs> One of those seven. Oh, you're okay. Sorry. Okay, the orange. Uh, okay, the orange no, ones. Okay. The sorry, orange ones are. I, hot. I obviously okay. Can you say your point again? I do, honestly, I don't think I was listening. <laughs> 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 All right, Elliot Freeman. Uh, <laughs> so okay, the Islanders mm-hmm. seven shots from the slot. Oh, the Islanders. The okay. Line. Yeah, the I, Islanders. I thought I thought the Ducks. Yes. No, okay. no, no. Sorry. Yeah, the, the ducks have one at the crease. Yeah, that's it. 
Like I'm just looking at like that main channel that that's where you want to okay. be. Okay, in the slot below the hash ball. marks. Okay, uh, yeah. see, I thought you were talking just below the hash marks in general, and I was like, okay, well, there's okay. one at the bottom okay, of the dot, like three off to the side, one in yeah. front of the net, another one at the bottom of the circle, and one from like behind the goal line. So that's how I got sure. to seven. Oh, okay, okay, but, sure, sure. Yeah. Okay, let's 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 look at just the hash marks then, right? Not even like yeah. you know the 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 spot you want to be. I don't even remember the the term right now just kind of riled up <laughs> let's look at just below the hash marks all right mm -hmm. anaheim one two three four five six i'm not even counting that one behind the net that's a stupid shot. yeah no that's yeah six chances the Islanders had seven alone in the slot now if you want to talk about just below the hash marks one two three four five six seven eight nine ten eleven twelve yeah, you're so not going to win a whole different. lot of games if you're doing that, especially against a defensive team as well. I am a dude screaming into a microphone right now that has no NHL experience, and I can tell you that you're not going to win fucking games like that, <laughs> guys. <laughs> it's the fucking Islanders. Again, this... I get they're defensive, but like, fuck. <laughs> Is it is this the Corey Schneider thing from season one all over again? No, that was by far worse. Trust me. <laughs> I don't <laughs> <But> know. Like, <laughs> three. <laughs> what was it? We lost. Yeah, I, th I think we lost three nothing to the Devils that night, and that was Corey Schneider's like first game in two years or some shit. And yeah, now this okay. is and, like the Islanders, and, and we lost four nothing to them. <laughs> and you know what? Looking back on that, maybe a slight bit of an overreaction. At the same time, yeah, Corey Schneider didn't have a win in the calendar year at that point, mm -hmm. right? So yes, but. Looking back, we were a dog shit team. The Anaheim Ducks were dog shit, right? They're in the they're bottom five, bottom ten minimum, right? But this is a team that's fighting for a playoff spot right now, playing against a team that in their own uh, conference is uh, three spots outside of a wild card position. Almost 20 points back from the first wild card position, let alone in their own division. I get that the East is a lot more, you know, just, okay, we have that dividing line right now. Yeah. But that's abysmal. <laughs> this is not a good game whatsoever. Like, just, it's brutal. <laughs> like, there's no other, there's no better yeah. way to, to put it. And you know that I, I like to look at the deserve to win on meter on, on moneypuck.com, right? Yeah. Just, it gives you a quick visual on just how a game went overall. Right. You don't even over you don't even you know, like we we both will catch up uh if we whether we watch the game or not, we'll watch the you know, like the 10 minute highlight pack that NHL puts on YouTube for mm -hmm. each game just to go through and make sure we're seeing everything and stuff like that, right? And that's that's where we can pick up some more points to talk about and things like that. Yeah. The deserve to win o meter here had the Islanders winning 70% of the time. You do not want that. No. No, that's bad. That, that just, that's that very just, bad. That's the perfect like accompaniment. No, that's not the word. Um, I, I yeah, I don't even know the word right now. It it just encapsulates. There you go. Yeah, encapsulates what this game was. Shit. <laughs> do you have anything else you want to talk about, or do you want me to lighten the mood for a moment? <laughs> uh, what well, I was actually curious because. I, I I feel dumb now saying that we had a little bit of offense in that game, but is it possible for you to pull up like scoring chances in the first period for that game? Uh, 
let me check here. Uh, I don't. I think you asked me this before, and I can't yeah. see it exactly. Okay. If, if not, no worries. I I know it's generally a. I don't even know if they track it, but it's like a. It's generally a hard stat to find. So. Mm-hmm. Um. Either way, I'm going to say that our, we were the better team offensively in the first period, and we'll, we'll leave it at that. And then someone sure. can try and prove me wrong. <laughs> but yeah, you're right. The looking at that, map you're right. Was, yeah, the, the first the first period we did outshoot the Islanders. It was twelve yeah. to seven. We well, had we, uh, we outshot them every period. Yeah, we so. outshot them every period. That's great. But you can have you know a little a little tap equal a shot. Right? Yeah, exactly. It, yeah. it doesn't like the shots. The shots on goal doesn't show the actual quality of it. Yeah. Right, which is why I bring up those maps and that sort of thing because you can get the a scoring chances. Idea of how yeah. they well, work, right? Yeah. That looked like the Ducks of last year where everything is to the outside. Mm-hmm. And you're not going to win many hockey games doing that. Yeah. As And you know what? Normally this season, I'd be, you know, okay, throw it like we, we've had this kind of thing before of, okay, just throw it away. It's, it's fine. Move on to the next one. Mm-hmm. But we are struggling right now for a playoff spot. If we want to yeah. do this, you can't be losing four nothing to the Islanders. Mm-hmm. Doesn't matter if they're not in your conference. Even you can't be losing games like that. Mm-hmm. No, I agree. So yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, yeah, do you want me to anything else group? to say? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So <laughs> you can do that. All right. Take everything that we did wrong in the first game against the Islanders, and throw it away and do it properly in the second game against the Bruins. It's exactly what this team did. Mm-hmm. Everything was better. We actually got around. We actually got around the net. Uh, here, I'll, I'll I'll pull up the the scoring chances for this game as well. Yeah. Um, yeah. Let's do it. Stop sharing. Oh no, that's the wrong one. <laughs> stop that. Don't do that. We don't want to look at that anymore. No, it's in the past. Uh, it's gone. Here we go. Look how much better that looks. Way better. So many chances in the slot, let alone the hash marks. In the slot alone, I'm seeing one, two, three, four, five, six. We'll go eight because those two are just in the hash marks itself there. Mm-hmm. Right? Eight chances, three of them being goals. That's a hell of a lot better if you ask me. Oh, absolutely. That's a team that looks like they looked at the tape, figured out, hey, we really fucked up in the last game. And fix their mistakes now what i want to see is some goddamn consistency here i want to see more of this and less of the four nothing against the islanders unfortunately Mm -hmm. i've been seeing a little bit more of the four nothing against the islanders lately you're not going to make the playoffs if you're doing that Mm -hmm. this is a good game here against boston this is a really good game here against boston i enjoyed watching this game against boston i think a lot of other people did i'm yeah i'm I'm, I'm trying not to sound angry here but it's just like (laughs) God. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the uh I think part of it has to do with like quality of the opponent as well. Uh, obviously the Bruins are higher in the standings than the Islanders. I, I would say the Bruins and are we, and we a better team as well. Too. We've been yeah. talking about that for the last three no, yeah. years. Yeah, exactly. We, we play up to the good teams, we play down to the to the to the not good teams. Yeah. Right? Quit doing that. Mm-hmm. Stop it. Get some yeah. help. <laughs> but with in terms of like defensive ability the island like when when i say defensive team or when someone says defensive team in the nhl the first team i think of the is the islanders the second one at least before this year is the montreal Canadiens. they they're just all about defense defense first that's their whole system 
and it's hard to play against, and it's very hard to get good quality chances. And looking at the shot map, yeah, we had no shots in the slot. And we should have a a couple. Any self-respecting NHL team will figure out a way to get (laughs) at least a couple shots on from the slot against the Islanders. Yeah. Um, Honestly, even if it just hits off, that counts. Yeah. Yeah. Get yourself in front of the net. (laughs) Yeah. But with the the Bruins, they they're not that defensive team. They're a lot more offensive. Um, they still play defense, obviously, but in comparison to the Islanders, right? Um, okay. And we saw a lot more shots in the slot. And I, I think that has a, a big part to do with it as well, is just how those teams play. And, and the Islanders, I saw, they played very aggressively as well. So if you have the puck on the outside, you just want to get that shot towards the net, try and funnel things down low. That You don't have time to, like wait for a guy to get open in the slot. Whereas the Bruins, I saw a little bit more of that opportunity. And mm-hmm. it, it could also be the coaching staff, you know, pointing out these changes as well. Um, yep. It's probably a little bit of both, like quality of the opponent and, you know, the, these changes actually being made, like reviewing game tape and stuff like that. But mm-hmm. um, yeah, I don't know. It's, Yeah, I don't want to dwell too much on the Islanders game, so I'm not going to say any more about that. But you're right. right. The, the, the Bruins game is a lot better. Um, Hell of a lot better. <laughs> and then we got to win as well, which is... Yeah. Yeah, like, it, it, it's not... That's good know, shit. The most I, beautiful I like win we've ever seen, but it's a win, and it's, it's, it's a win. good. It's what we need. A win's a win. Yeah. Um, I want to stay negative first, and then we can get into the positive things here. Um, <laughs> right. You know what? I'm going to start positive, actually. Gibson had a pretty good game. It was not, better. Not his best game. There's still some things to work on, but he had a better game. And mm-hmm. that's that's all I can ask for right now. But he wasn't getting a ton of help either. Like No. Honestly, those three goals, I find it hard to place them on Gibson. All three of them. And here's why. So, this is uh, from the highlight package on YouTube here. This is <laughs> Okay, this is, good. We are going to get into this because I was kind of wondering. Yeah, this is the just before the Bruins scored their first goal. Um, Nick Foligno, right in front of the net. Goalie interference? Maybe, maybe not. I'm I'm not here to discuss that right now. We'll come okay, back no, to no, it. Don't no. worry. Okay, because I, I do want to discuss that, actually. Okay. I can we come back to it that. in like yeah, two can. minutes? Okay. Yeah, we can. Yeah, for sure. Because um, I want to discuss it, too. But okay. yeah, <laughs> this is the first goal. Nick Foligno, and look at this. Can you see my mouse? Yes, uh, there we go. Now we can, yeah. Okay. There's there's one Ducks player, and it's John Gibson. There's nobody else around. Look, hash marks right here. There is no Ducks player in, what's it called? The Slot. home plate home plate zone. Yeah. Yeah, from here out to the hash marks. Nothing. And then pipe. out. Yeah, yeah this, the slot, the pipe, whatever you want to call it. No yeah. Ducks players to be found. And Nick Felino's just allowed to stand there. It's Nick, right? Yeah. Yeah, okay. Um, Next goal here. We're going to fast forward. You, know, you get to watch the game on speed. Uh, I wrote down timestamps so that Um, this one right here Bruins second goal yes there's Ducks players around which is good but there's two of them there's is this Foligno again 17 it's too blurry for me to tell I'm pretty sure I don't know and then there's somebody else as well doesn't matter I I can pull it up here for you more traffic and yeah not super important more traffic in front of Gibson Shattenkirk's not really helping out and I don't even know who that is 86 I don't want to hit play because I don't know if we'll actually get like flagged for copyright, but yeah, um, <laughs> we, we have had that happen before. Yeah, it's, I mean, it's better. At least there's 
you know, the Ducks are putting up a fight for this slot position, but there was still eyes in front of Gibson. Um, yeah. And I mean, he thought he had it here. Like, th- there was a lot more at play. Maybe uh, grasping at straws on this one, but yeah. Still. Yes, that is Nick Felino again, number 17. Okay. And then who, um, who else were you winning? Sorry. Uh, uh, that was it, really. Oh, okay. Or, or just who this was, but I, I don't really care anymore. Um, okay. And then the third goal, it is right here. Um, oh. Uh, well, I'll just hit play. And in comes Matt. Eric Hall. Look at that. Who? Carrick. Did you see that? Look, one more time. There's the chip in by Carrick? Pasternak. Hey, get and the fuck. Uh, you know what? I don't care. And then Hollow is just allowed to tip it in on Gibson. So those are the, the goals I have issues with here. And yeah, I'm no mathematician <laughs> here, yeah. but that's all three of the goals. We, yeah. we clear out the front of the net. Those don't happen. Those goals don't happen. This is a 4 nothing win if, that, if we don't let them just stand in front of the net. Mm-hmm. And that's been an issue for the last couple of weeks. And it's been the reason we're, we've been losing so many games. Yep. So yeah, I have it in the notes here. Better coverage, better, not great. Yeah, just better. better. Mm-hmm. I did yeah. put here like at least for this game, we played as a team as well. The mm-hmm. Islanders game didn't look like a team game at all. No, not at all. That was that was awful. It, it was a hundred percent the same thing we've seen for the last couple of years. Yeah. So, um, you wanted to talk about the goalie interference. Yeah, sure. Can you pull that back up for a second? Uh, yeah, I can. Um, yeah. Just give me a sec here. Because I do want the visual just so we can we can talk about this quick. Because I know when the goal was scored and Dallas Eagans decided not to challenge it. Mm-hmm. Um, again, remember, people, that it is myself. It's not uh, Carter. It is just me who's running the Quack Report Twitter. Yeah. And that's purely by choice. That's fine. I, I have no issues with it. I enjoy interacting with everybody. It's all good. I hate interacting with everybody. So. <laughs> <laughs> but so, but I know when I said that, like, and we're not going to challenge it, like, what the hell, Eakins? Um, mm-hmm. I did get some flack for that. There's people saying, like, no, don't challenge that. And see, and this is, and it works out perfectly that we were talking about this last episode. Mm-hmm. What the hell is goaltender interference? Mm-hmm. Because if you look at the overhead, yes, totally correct, either side. Nick Foligno's feet are not in the crease. Yeah, that is correct. But the rest of his body is in the crease. Mm-hmm. John Gibson, yes, he's playing at the top of the crease, but that's his area. So why doesn't that? Yes, John Gibson tries yeah. to move him, but that's because he's in his area. Mm-hmm. Why? Why not? Yeah. I- I wish I had this, an answer this for may, you. This may yeah. sound like I'm being dumb here. No, I, and if, I don't if, think so. It, this is just a question as a goaltender. What is goaltender interference here? Mm-hmm. His feet aren't in the crease. Cool. So just lay yourself out. But you may, as long as your feet are outside the crease, then it's fine. Yeah. It's, right? Like, it's... Mm-hmm. I don't know. I think we I think we could have challenged this. It is the first goal in, in the game in the first period. So, it, it, okay, if you're looking at it from a strategical move no that okay that's fine leave it alone mm-hmm. but taking a look at it itself i think that should have been called goaltender interference that's my opinion am am i the only one who's thinking this here because on twitter last night it seemed like i was but i i want your opinion on it 
I mean, I mean, my first thought was it was goaltender interference, but you know, I, I always like to come up with, you know, maybe the argument from the other side of why you wouldn't yep. call that. And I honestly don't really have a good reason this time. Like, okay, so it's not. Just- I, I just straight up don't. Yeah, it's right. it, it's definitely questionable for sure. Like, it's not the most obvious goaltender interference call I've seen. And mm-hmm. I think it's one of those ones that could go either way. Um, we've talked about it a lot, so let's actually bring it up here. Um, Just maybe turn off the volume and maybe we won't get flagged. Uh, I think or I've might tried help. that before, but we'll, uh, we'll see. As long as, if, yeah. or you, as long as we even just have the still, I'm okay with that. Sure. Um, oops. You know what? Yeah, fuck it. We'll just play it. We'll figure it. We'll, uh, <laughs> We'll we'll deal with YouTube when the time comes. <laughs> okay. All right, that works for me. Okay. Also, this is a great time to remind everyone that we are on YouTube and Twitch, that sort of thing. Yeah. Be sure to watch it so you can see these visuals that we're pulling up. Yeah. So right there, that's the that's the one that gets me. I think yeah. you can even slow this down on YouTube, can't you? Uh, yeah, and you can go frame by frame. Uh, it's the uh, greater than less than keys. Ah. Okay. Sick. Frame, I, I believe is frame by frame. I didn't know that. I'll, I'll give that a try in a sec here. So here's half speed. It looks like poo, but that's <laughs> so yes, you're right. Feet are outside. Rubs his he grinds but up on Gibson like it's a ninth grade Gibson. dance party. <laughs> <laughs> so Oh man. Yeah, okay. Frame by frame. Oh yes, it is the greater than or less than keys. So so I mean you, you, you slow it down frame by frame. Felino gets further away as the shot comes, right? But that shot and is it, also it, in it, less than a second. Yeah, no, exactly. But so you can't look at it frame by frame, really. <laughs> I, I mean, I think the refs do to some extent. But oh, look, there's Carrick realizing <laughs> that. Oh, maybe I should do something about Felino. Maybe he got punched in the face too many times in the first period <laughs> to remember that was his job. But um, yeah, that. Okay, Carrick, actually, Carrick decided to try to take care of it a little bit later because the last time we played Boston, remember, was when uh, Gibson and Felino got into it during the mm-hmm. uh, the TV timeouts, and then Carrick right. got involved. They had a bit of a scrap, and then they had another scrap in this game here. That's right. Yeah, the, you think Carrick might be a little bit more on Nick Felino standing in front of John Gibson, though, considering what happened last time. <laughs> well, yeah. So the argument that I've now come up with for maybe why you don't challenge this is. Yeah. They always talk about, like, does Nick Felino making contact with Gibson affect his ability to make the save? That's always, oh, yep. like, the yep. big thing that the commentators get on. Yep. If Felino doesn't tip this and it goes in, I think it's goaltender interference. Because Felino tips it mere inches from Gibson, mm-hmm. Gibson's not making that save anyways. You can see the puck in here somewhere. Yep. Right there by my mouse. And then it's somewhere in here, and then it goes five hole on. Yep. So I don't know. I don't. I don't think Gibson would normally make that save, and I think that's maybe where Eakins's hesitancy comes from. Yeah. I, I, I don't know. That's and maybe that's maybe the ref said something because I'm sure I know there's a little bit of that where the ref's like, "Are you sure you want to challenge this?" So. Mm-hmm. If Eakins was like, I want to challenge this, the ref might have said, yeah, Felino 
tipped it right in front of him, though. Like, did it affect mm-hmm. his ability to make the save? I don't think maybe, the referee even over there. It was Eakins and his assistants just looking at the, okay. the screen at their feet. Yeah, is what yeah. Like. So maybe that's somebody probably said that, and yeah, I I would like to believe that's why we didn't challenge it. Yeah, strategic. Like there, I said, so. yeah, like I said earlier, strategically, I understand why you wouldn't that early in a game. Yeah. So, but it just I just more wanted to talk about was whether or not they decided to challenge it. Did you think it was goaltender interference? So that's that's more what yeah. I was wondering. Yeah, it's, my answer is I don't know. <laughs> my answer is I think it <laughs> you could know what, be, though, but I don't know. <laughs> you know what? Though that's the perfect answer because that's what the NHL thinks too. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so like, thank God they didn't use that challenge because I don't know what we would do here. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, um, is there anything else you want to say about this game here? Uh, Zegris, game winner. Beautiful. The, that power play though. Mm-hmm. Of what was it? I'm I'm trying to just remember offhand. Segris, Getzlaff, Raquel, um, Terry, and Drysdale. I believe that's the line that was out there for that power play at the end. Uh, yeah, Getzlaff, Drysdale, Raquel, Milano, Zegris. Yeah. Oh, Milano, not Terry. Sorry. Oh yeah. That's uh, okay, four yeah. for five. Um, not bad. That that's is 80%. good. That is good. Keep that together, please. Absolutely. Keep that together. It. It, it's showing that it's work that it works, mm-hmm. right? Especially with how hot Raquel's been lately. Exactly. Keep that. Keep that. Mm-hmm. Uh, we don't need any more blenders or that kind of thing. Yeah. Um, also, I came across uh, this was by, uh, or this was posted by at uh, Serotonin underscore twelve on Twitter. <laughs> that, here, that's an awesome username. I love that. Yeah. Um, I wanted to pull up uh, this audio clip. I'm not sure where it's from. I think it's the radio broadcast, but I'm, I'm not sure. So I unfortunately can't give the, the full credit here. I'm just pulling it up. Um, and it's talking to Jamie Drysdale, uh, after the game. Hmm. See if I can, I can get like full volume here, hopefully. Uh, okay. Oh, you got to share it. You're not sharing. Yes, your you are correct. You are correct. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, Grandpa. Figure it oh. out. Okay, there, there's nothing to see here, so yeah. it, it's just going to be a black screen if you're watching on YouTube or that right now. They opened on the top, so I just yelled for it and uh, slid it over to Z, and um, you know the you know you know what the rest uh, happened, but uh, you know it's funny. I gotta gotta give him credit here because Z looked at me on the draw. And he said, he yelled at me, he said, okay, hey, give me this puck, I'm scoring. So I was like, fair enough, I got you. Boy, give me this puck, I'm scoring. I've talked before on this show, like going back to when he played for Team USA for the World Juniors there against Canada. Mm-hmm. And I didn't know nearly as much about him. I'm looking at that a bit more through a Canadian lens, right? Because yeah. I wanted Canada to win. This guy just... How do I even want to put this without... You know, I'm going for the weird, creepy way that uh, my my high school English teacher, he oozes confidence. <laughs> Zegris just is confidence to a T. And I like I would argue that it's not he he's got that perfect line walking of confident and cocky. Mm. I haven't seen a whole lot of cockiness from this guy, and I'm trying not to be biased either. Yeah. Like, that's why I'm saying, like, even going back to that World Junior stuff, right? A lot of Canadians saw that as cocky. I saw it as confident. Mm-hmm. But give yeah. me the puck. I'm scoring this. Yes. that Give that I, to me all day, baby. Holy yeah. shit. I, I will always say that Zegers' confidence is 
Like he's way more confident than he is cocky. But yeah. give me the puck, I'm scoring. Damn. Like that's that's about as cocky as it gets. And I'm not mad about it at oh. all. <laughs> I, I love it, hundred percent. But you know, if you are any of the Bruins on the ice, if you hear that, and then he's like, "Give me the puck, I'm scoring," and then he does it. You absolutely hate Trevor Z. Like, if you're following him on Instagram, you're unfollowing him after that game. <laughs> that's honestly, that's what something I love about basically 2017 onwards for the draft mm-hmm. is that all of these kids coming in, and I can say kids because they're all minimum two years younger than I am. All these yeah. kids coming into the league are just all these young con- whippersnappers, they're confident in their abilities. They know that this is where they should be playing, is in the NHL. Right. They know that they have the skills to compete and do very well and hopefully have very long careers in the NHL, which, you know, you hear about long careers all the time or that. But consider how many players actually come through the NHL to have a career longer than, say, three seasons is actually really hard to come by. Oh, in the in the grand scheme of everything. Yeah. But these kids that are coming in just they know that they can do it. Right. And it's, it's not even, I don't even know if it's really the fact of like, oh, they've been built up on a pedestal since they were kids, right? But they just, they know their abilities. They mm-hmm. know what they can do. And they know they can bring it to the NHL level. Whether it's Jack Hughes, whether it's our own Trevor Zegras, whether it's even Cole Caulfield in, uh, in Montreal there, right? Mm-hmm. Just these kids know what they can do. And I love watching it. Like the behind, like behind the scenes stuff is so great to watch now. It's not a bunch of guys being... Like John Tavares, pretty much like, and, and no hate to John Tavares, but you know, I it's yes, I'm still entertained to a point because it's it's a kind of a behind the scenes look. I like that kind of shit, mm-hmm. but it's not. Yeah, you know, I, uh, I I like to you know I I painted my walls beige because I like beige because I'm bland and mm-hmm. uh, and it, yeah, I, I I tape my stick you know just with white tape. Um, yeah, bucks in deep. Yeah, pucks, pucks in deep and uh, uh, get yeah, puck, pucks to the net and pucks in deep and uh, yeah, just roll four lines. Yeah. Compared to everyone who's like tw- like twenty seventeen draft later, who have you know some character to them, right? Some mm-hmm. personality and that sort of thing that's shining through. That yeah, you got the people like John Tortorella that that aren't fans of it. You know what, though? This isn't your NHL anymore, really, mm-hmm. right? This is a league that, as bad as it is sometimes, and it's still a little bit out of touch, is trying to cater towards a younger demographic. Yeah, And that even goes as far as, yeah, it's behind-the-scenes stuff. It's, you know, the all-star game and whatnot. Because really, that's for that's for kids and sponsors, right? We've talked about mm-hmm. that before. Yeah. Even down to this jersey that's sitting, that's on the wall behind me here. This the Dallas, Dallas Stars one. Yeah. Right, which I know at first a lot of people really didn't like. I was kind of on the fence about it too until I just, you know, I looked at it a bit longer and I enjoyed it. That's not even for my demographic, like for our demographic, right? Mm -hmm. That's for everybody who's like 18 and younger, who that's what they're doing on the NHL games online, right? When they're making their team, that's what their team is looking like, right? Yeah. They're they're having fun with stuff like that. This is a league now that, like I said, is, is trying to tailor itself to younger audiences. And guys like Zegris and Hughes and Caulfield and, um, you know, who else? Even Troy Terry, honestly, um, mm-hmm. who's maybe a bit on the older side of it, um, but older at 24. But yeah, <laughs> just, you know, there's personality to it, mm-hmm. right? 
you have yeah, fun yeah, sure. with it. At the end of the day, this is a game, right? Mm-hmm. Have some fun. Yeah. So 100%. I, I enjoy it. Yeah. 100%. Um, I have there one you go. I, I started all the way up here yeah. at like, fuck this, fuck that, and brought it all the way back down to, you know what? In the words of Ilya Brzezgalov, it's only game. It's only game. Yes. Well said. Um, yep. I have one more thing I'll I want to say. I'll say myself too why you have to be <laughs> mad. <laughs> <laughs> I, I have one more thing I want to say about this game. Um, but looking no. at the time, I do want to <laughs> <do wanna>, get <laughs> our, our DraftKings promo in because otherwise it's going to be at the end of the episode and that's uh, yeah. not what <laughs> they want us to be doing. So, um, so I'm going to play it now I and mean, we'll talk about uh, a couple more things about this Bruins game on the other side here. Hoops fans, the latest offer from DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA, is too good to pass up. I'm talking between the legs 360 windmill good. New customers can bet just $1 on any team and get $150 in free bets if they win. It's that simple. If Sportsbook isn't available to play in your state yet, don't worry about it. You can still take your shot at a big payday. Everyone can play for huge cash prizes with DraftKings Daily Fantasy Basketball Contest. DraftKings is giving all new customers a free shot at millions of dollars in total prizes with their first deposit. So, what are you waiting for? Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now, use the promo code THPN, bet just $1 on any NBA team, and get $150 in free bets if they win. It's that simple. Again, that's promo code THPN, as in the Hockey Podcast Network, only at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. Must be 21 or older. Minimum age and location requirements vary by jurisdiction. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for full list of requirements and state-specific responsible gaming resources. Voidware prohibited. Minimum $5 deposit. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. In Tennessee, call or text the TN red line 1-800-889-9789. Connecticut, call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org slash chat. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY at 467-369. All right, before I... Okay, you you can't just come out of the break smiling like that. You got to show. Oh, sorry. I was uh, watching a highlight. Um, of uh, Jeff Skinner killing the Toronto Maple Leafs fan base. Uh, Skinner going in on a breakaway, making a 4-1 Buffalo. <laughs> nice. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Didn't that game end 5-1 tonight? I have no idea. I thought I'm it was pre- still going, to be honest. With I'm pretty you. sure it did. It's. Um, Let me take a look. I thought I saw that. Yeah, that game ended 5-1. Yep. Yep, Amazing. Right. I love it. Uh, <laughs> the parody of the NHL, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man! Um, before before I get into the last thing about this Bruins game, I, I've realized we forgot to say the say this off the top of the episode. Um, Nate and I will be doing a watch along on Friday for the Vegas game, uh, Vegas Anaheim game. Obviously, that will be at seven PM Pacific. You won't be able to catch that on our YouTube channel, but you can catch that on the THPN YouTube channel, uh, the Hockey Podcast Network. Just give that a search; it'll pop up. Um, yeah, and we'll be uh, on about, what is it, usually like 10 minutes before puck drop or 10 minutes before the start, so like 6.50 Yeah, five time. or 10 minutes, yeah. I forget exactly how. I'll, I'll talk mm-hmm. with uh, with Josh there, our YouTube producer. But uh, yeah, it's going to be a fun time. Yeah, so if you 
would rather listen to these two nutcases talk um, as opposed to <laughs> the uh, Valley I mean, Sports can, commentators. You can still listen yeah. to both. You can still listen to oh, both. Oh, exactly. Yeah, some people so. can do that. Um, but we'll be on given our, our usual nonsense and um, and stuff yeah. like that for the Vegas game. Depending on how it goes, we might quit early. No, we'll be there totally. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I, I, was like, I was like, I don't think contractually we're allowed to just quit yeah. that early. <laughs> no, I, I hope that it doesn't. I hope that the game's not that bad that we have to quit. <laughs> before the yeah game. i'm i'm hoping uh, so uh also. but we don't want to so um yeah. so just thought i'd throw that out there as well um again uh the hockey podcast network on youtube is where you can check that out uh for a live watch along on friday yeah. night so if and, uh and we'll if you're like us and don't on twitter as oh, yeah. well that hey yeah, yeah. we're doing this right now be sure to tune in and stuff like that so if you see a few less tweets from me i'm going to still try to keep up while talking with carter while entertaining mm-hmm. all the the viewers on there because the the network does get quite a few viewers actually through that so but mm-hmm. if you guys have any questions of that that you just want to just talk about or anything like that that's a that's another place that you can do it uh, on Friday when we're on as well. So that's a, mm-hmm. th- those streams are very, um, you know, comment driven and that sort of thing. Very so interactive. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Just get in there and, mm-hmm. and, uh, and yeah. talk to us. So, so yeah, if, if you're like us and don't have anything else to do on Friday night or, and you're not going to the game, um, <laughs> then yeah, hang out and with, uh, with us from the comfort yeah. of your own home. There you go. Yeah. You can get as messy drunk as you want and, uh, not even have to worry about finding a cab. There you go. <laughs> I, I might even have a couple of drinks on that on that uh, on that stream. So. Perfect. Uh, just to yeah. wrap up this this Bruins game here, because I, I want to go back to the, the whole thing about you know guys standing in front of the net. Um, and that how, aren't the goalies. I, All right, sounds good. That aren't the goalies. Yeah, <laughs> the, the players that you don't want standing in front of the net. Um, and no, this isn't going to be another rant. Don't worry. I, I know we've already covered it from the the anger standpoint. I'm talking to our <laughs> fans now, not you. I know that you you're all about that anger, Nate. But um, Right here, the this is Trevor Zegris up here. Uh, yeah. Look at that beautiful man. Puck is, is right there uh, in between Carlo and Milano. Um, speaking of Milano, look at him. Just ass right in the face of Linus Allmark. And he's having to look around. And that's what led to the goal, the game-winning goal with, what was it, 24, 21 seconds left? 21 seconds, yep. 21. That's what we want. We want guys to be able to stand in front of the net and, and not be pressured this was on a, a penalty kill so the, generally they they let you stand around there a little bit more um mm-hmm. because in this case the bruins are shorthanded but look at how well this works this is this is why we can't allow the opponent to stand in front of john gibson or anthony stolars yep. or lucas dostal or um ole erickson when they get called up like this right here this is what wins games. Look at that beautiful man. Beautiful lettuce hanging out the back. I love it. Too. It's awesome. It's always sunny in love California. Absolutely. Um, but I just wanted to to bring that up. So that's a, uh, you know, end on a positive note there. I like so, it. Yeah. Uh, one, one more thing, just because you pulled that up, kind of reminded mm-hmm. me of it. Yeah, yeah. A lot of Bruins fans on Twitter saying like we were given that power play. Like it wasn't actually. Uh, first off, you're wrong. Secondly, how many things have you been given over oh. the last 15 years? Just, just don't whine. Mm-hmm. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> 
That's I like it. it. That's it. I, I, I love your low key hatred for everything <laughs> for, Boston. For Boston. <laughs> yeah. Not even just the Bruins, not even Brad Marchant, just Boston. Boston. I think the only thing that you like is. Is Tuka Rask? That, that's the only time I've heard you say something positive. That's yeah, Boston I like Rask. Related. I was gonna say I like I like Chara, but as much as I have his jersey, uh, there's mm. definitely some things that uh, you know the NHL could could have at least find him for uh, you know cross checks to the face and that sort of thing. I understand he's a lot taller than everybody else, but when you're like staring into the guy's eyes and go here, stick. <laughs> Stuff like that. Okay, you know yeah. what? I like Patrice Bergeron. I got nothing oh, wrong yeah. with Patrice Bergeron. Yeah. I like Bergie. He he nothing. is yeah, Jake Debresque as well. I love watching him play. Uh yeah. it might be somewhere else soon. We'll find out. Um <laughs> Yeah, that's true. Brad Marchand, I like him when he's in Canada jersey. That's about it. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. I think this is the uh, yeah. most nice things that I've ever heard you say about the Boston. <laughs> about the Boston Bruins. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay, I'm trying to think of some more more nice things. Um, I was going to say, yeah, you guys got the, the Patriots or that. Yeah. Congrats on all those wins. I'm not a mm-hmm. massive football guy, so I'm not like, oh, fuck the Patriots because Tom Brady kind yeah. of thing. Um, Bill uh, Belichick, the... The coach of the Patriots, I know, is a big lacrosse supporter, so I like him. So there's that. Yeah, there's that. Yeah, go Boston. Um, yeah, you're just on the Boston train now. I know Boston goes hard for St. Patrick's Day. I'd love oh, to be yeah. in Boston for St. Patrick's Day one time. Mm-hmm. That'd be great. I don't even want to remember it. Um, Aren't the Dropkick Murphys from Boston? Yeah, I believe so. There's a so there's that. Yeah. Sorry, now I'm joining in on the, <laughs> uh, the, the train here. <laughs> uh, I don't know. Maybe I, is... I just maybe I just think that because they have like they're shipping up to Boston song. Oh, I no, think they from, are though. They're from Quincy, Massachusetts. Okay, well Massachusetts is it's yeah. basically Boston. Yeah, I mean it's the state that Boston's in. So yeah, but I mean, um, yeah. God, they're old. 1996. <laughs> which isn't that which is like the same age as us basically but like yeah. <laughs> it's just but they've been doing that for that long <laughs> yeah exactly um i don't know what else about boston that's it i, I think we it. hit yeah. the limit <laughs> I, think we, I think we hit the limit for now if i think yeah. of anything else i will tweet it out but uh, no that's a, that's a pretty solid list to start that's on a pretty solid so. list yeah yeah okay um we got a couple more things to talk about here. Sorry, I got one more thing, and it is a oh, relation. Yeah, yeah. It is a relation, I guess, to something that we had already brought up with Tuka Rask. Uh, thank you for screwing over the Toronto Maple Leafs for the next ten years after that uh, by <laughs> trading for Tuka Rask. So nothing, yeah. nothing against Andrew Raycroft, but uh, man, Toronto lost uh, lost that thing. Be, I, okay, Rask is retired and everything like that now, but like, man, you guys could have been so much nicer to Tuka Rask. So much nicer. Yeah. That's a guy that would have a like a statue in front of. Uh, it's not the ACC anymore. Uh, Scotia Bank Arena uh, in Toronto. There, that guy would have a statue there. Mm-hmm. I get that he wasn't, you know, Tim Thomas that won you guys the Stanley Cup. He was on that team though. He is a Stanley Cup mm-hmm. winner with the Boston Bruins. Yeah, not so. Just yeah. 
I'm sure there are a lot of Bruins fans that do like Tuka Rask, but man, the amount of shit talking that I saw against him when like the guy should go to the Hall of Fame, in my opinion. But mm-hmm. um, yeah, no, I agree. Um, and yeah, no, we've officially hit the end of the nice things. Yeah, we have. <laughs> you could say about that. <laughs> was like so, you guys, you treated him Bradley. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, moving on here, we we actually have no news to talk about. Um. Because, you know, that's how this franchise works. Yeah. There's, there's just no news, like, ever. So, we, we don't really have a whole lot here. Um, we do have upcoming games and what's quacking, of course. But um, I think most importantly, or the thing I'm most excited for anyways, you probably don't really give a shit, and that's totally okay. <laughs> but <laughs> this is, this is going to be my moment here. Yeah. Because you, you, you basically talk for 80% of the rest of the episode. Yeah, this you is gonna got be, yeah. Uh, you have no yeah. arguments coming from me, dude. <laughs> no, I know. I just feel like I need to justify it. All right. Um, <laughs> I don't know why, but I do. Um, I I want to I want to start my own segment here. All right. But Nate, you can do whatever you want. Uh, you could go make yourself a coffee or pour yourself a drink and go take a I, I don't number think two. Co- I, I really don't, think don't coffee care. Coffee at this hour is a good idea. <laughs> no, probably not. Maybe on maybe for Sundays. Or, yeah, or whatever. But um, r- really, this is just. My my what's quacking segment, but yeah. I, I want to keep this hockey related here. Um, right. I, I said something a few episodes ago. Whenever I guess it would would have been about five six weeks ago because it, it was the weekend was of your birthday. It was, it was the yeah. solo episode that I did. I said something that uh, that I think really resonated with a lot of people. Um, <laughs> so this I, just, is, I uh, love the build up to this, this <laughs> for for very little payoff as well. <laughs> I, I want to add, but. <laughs> This is uh, what I want to call the, the big energy segment here. The what? The big energy segment. Here, you know what? I got, actually, One more I got time. A, you keep, you uh, keep cutting out. One more time. Okay. You know what? I got an intro here. So let's, uh, let, let's let past Carter with... Oh, by the way, I got a haircut. Thanks for noticing. Um, with longer-haired Carter you, from... I did. To be yeah. fair, like your screen is very small. So that, like, I'm looking That's at fair. the center of the... <laughs> Oh, it looks good. Yeah. Nice job. Ah, thank you. Um, the, the, this is, um, let, let's throw it back to longer haired Carter to, to introduce this segment here. A big <laughs> energy move. <laughs> one more time. A big <laughs> energy move. Okay, one more. It was kind of choppy. A big <laughs> energy move. <laughs> okay, I got it that time. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, so this is, I'm, I'm going to try, like I said, keep this hockey related. Um, Throughout the uh, throughout the, the duration of the segment here, and I'm just gonna pick my favorite. I don't know if I'm gonna do this weekly or every episode, but my favorite, you know, move or or highlight from um, from the last week or since our last episode. So okay, I, I've basically said fuck it to copyright infringement now because this is just straight <laughs> up from Sportsnet's YouTube channel. Um, so credit to Sportsnet for providing this video, and um, if you haven't seen it, ooh. Apparently, I'm 12 again. Uh, if you haven't seen it, this is uh, this is Barrett Hayton's goal against the Winnipeg Jets uh, from a few nights ago here. Um, and he just... I'm, I'm sorry for everyone that's just listening to the podcast. You just have to deal with the commentators. You don't get to see it. But um, all the reason to watch us on YouTube or Twitch... No, or... no, okay. No, 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 no. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Mm-hmm. We're not going to listen to their commentators. They get, they get paid to do this when it happens. I want your okay. play-by-play on this. You want my play, but okay. I want your play, play. All right. I'm going to, I'll just turn them down. I'll give a little bit there because they get pretty hyped. Um, All right. 
But Barrett Hayton picks up the puck at his own blue line. And just watch or listen. Goes around one jet, decides to go around another jet, and then goes backhand around whoever the fuck that is in the pillows. I don't even care because they're a nobody now. And not quite as impressive as McDavid's goal here where he goes, literally goes through four players plus the goalie. But it's pretty close. He he beats three players with a ton of speed. Look at that. Yeah. Passing option the whole way. Oh, you could give that a cross for a one. Nah, you know what? Fuck it. <laughs> okay, Who's now we were... Dylan, fuck out of here. Everybody, <laughs> I don't even know who the other... Pionk, fuck out of here. Who's number 12 on the Jets? Oh, no, get the fuck oh, no, that's out of 22. <laughs> Podorowski? No, that's, that's a Ducks player. I don't even know. See? Who the fuck is that? Nobody. Pylon. A literal pylon. Also, I just want to say, I love goals when, when they fall down. Like Bobby Orr's goal. The yeah. best part of that is when he falls down. And then here, Barrett Hayton, when he falls down at the end. Best part. I don't know why. It's just like, that was a good goal. If you yeah. fall down afterwards, you put literally everything that you possibly could into scoring that goal. So much so that as soon as it goes in, your legs forget what their purpose is. And you yeah. just... You fall down. It's not like he was pushed. He, he just got too, way too hype. And I love that. So that is, at, at least in my opinion, this week and the very first ever big energy move of the Quack Report. Okay, one more time. A big energy move. Okay, just in case we didn't hear it, Carter, what was that? A big energy move. Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> I hope you guys I feel like, like that, that segment. Some music too and stuff like that. <laughs> yeah, I just didn't get that far. If you uh, if you're feeling like you want to add some music to that this week, I won't say no. Um, but if you like that segment, let me know. If you hated it, don't let me know because my ego is very <laughs> fragile. <laughs> oh man. Okay. All right. Yeah, we got upcoming games to talk about here. Um, Friday against the Vegas Golden Knights. As we said earlier, we will be, we will be doing a watch along on the Hockey Podcast Network's YouTube channel for that. Um, the game is at 7 p.m. Pacific time. We'll be on just a few minutes before to uh, get all the stream all set up and give you a chance to get in and get the chat going. So uh, that'll be lots of fun. I, I know you've done, uh, what is it, two now, two watch alongs? Yeah, I've done two. The first one I yeah. did was with. Uh, James Johnson of the Barnburner Hockey Podcast, one of the Calgary mm -hmm. Flames uh, shows on the network here. Uh, you can also, if you also want to hear just a little bit more of myself and James in general, uh, their last episode uh, I co-hosted as their one co-host, uh, Audie James was away to Mexico at that time. Um, and uh, he, he is now back. He's very sunburned and still a little <laughs> hungover. But oh, yeah. uh, shout out to, to Audie. He was sending us pictures and that sort of thing. And uh absolutely just wished i was in mexico instead of uh here where still the weather the weather is as consistent where we are right now as the anaheim ducks have been in the last like two weeks um not at all Ooh, <laughs> <laughs> but uh yeah so if you want to go listen to that feel free mm -hmm. uh the other one i did was with uh one of our uh ceos of the network itself with uh isha jerome uh or Jerome, I think that's how you say. It. I honestly don't remember, uh, and I feel horrible for that. Uh, he was also on that barn burner episode, though, and he. Oh, nice. I, I feel Carter. I feel like you need to listen to that episode actually because be unprovoked, yeah. 
Isha goes on an absolute tirade about the Edmonton Oilers, and it's hilarious. By oh. far one of the best parts of that episode. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I need to at least listen to that part. So yeah, you do. Yeah, I, I will. I'll uh, I'll find it and I'll send you the uh, the the timestamp. Okay, so. sounds good. Um, so yeah, you've done a couple of these watch-alongs yeah. already. This will be my first. So if you They're if you want to watch time. a grown man shit his <laughs> pants because he's got to talk for two and a half hours, then you're gonna you're in for a good time. Be sure yep. to tune in. They're, they're a fun time. So yeah, I am looking forward to it. It'll be good. Yeah. So um, what are your thoughts here on the Vegas Golden Knights and our shot? Um, actually, sorry, before before you get to that, um, calm down. Yeah, stop talking. I've got something to say. We got a question from Marcus here from oh, okay. way at the beginning of the episode. Um, <laughs> question from a Vegas Golden Knights fan, which is Marcus. Um, we'll get him to Anaheim eventually. Who do you think will finish top four in the Pacific Division? So I do want to get you to answer that first, and then it'll probably carry into a Vegas Golden Knights conversation. Here. Uh, I'm going to say Calgary. I'm gonna say... Are you going in a particular order here? No. Just, okay. Just, just listing them off. Okay. I feel like Edmonton's somehow going to squeak in. Because it happens, but it's okay. They'll be out in the first round. Doesn't matter who they're playing against. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Um, I feel like I have to say Vegas, but they haven't been doing overly great, and everybody's kind of picking up again. Mm -hmm. So we'll see what happens. If if Vegas gets Mark Stone back before the end of the season, which I'm not sure if he's supposed to be back or not. Um, He's not, because then they can't be like, 24 million over the cap or whatever. Oh, yeah, fair enough. <laughs> so there's kind of your conundrum, I think. Because um, really, that yeah. team has just fallen off since Mark Stone got hurt. Yeah. Um, I know the Kings are there. Like I, I know I'm just talking about like the teams that are in the division, like in the playoffs right now, technically. But I talked about the LA Kings being like, like they're going to sneak up on everybody. Yeah. And they 100% have. Um, if there's one team to take out of that, I think, though, I think it would be Edmonton. I'm not trying to be biased with that either, mm-hmm. but Edmonton is uh, 7-3-0 and in their last 10. They got that new coach bump. I, mm-hmm. I'm i not sure if that's really going to last. Yeah. They're, they're a lot like Anaheim where consistency is the issue. Yeah. And... And if there is the team, that, to that's boot what you need out, to make the playoffs. Yeah, so. and if there is the team to boot them out, I think it would be the Anaheim Ducks. Well, it's not going to be Vancouver, San Jose, or Seattle. So no, probably not. Yeah. But uh, but I mean that is the top yeah. four for the Pacific, which is what you were asking, Marcus. Yeah. Um, Although to be I fair, honestly, o- don't even only know three people if... are guaranteed. Only three teams are guaranteed to make the playoffs from the Pacific. It could yeah, be and that, five. From and that's what I was going to say. I I'm yeah. not sure if there will be four teams from the Pacific. I think it might be only yeah. three. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I, what's the word? Um, it's not regretfully. What's what's the word for like where you don't want to do something but you do it anyways? Um, you know what I'm trying to say? Unfortunately, <laughs> unfortunately, yeah. There's a there's a more sophisticated word. Begrudgingly. That's, I don't know go. if that's the word I want to use. Yeah, but that works. I'll use it. Yeah, I begrudgingly agree with you that the Flames are uh, going to be a top four team in the division. No um, pun intended. That team is on fire right now, though. Oh, fuck, which one? <laughs> <laughs> Still got to do it. No, no, seriously, no pun intended on that, though. Their last 13, they're 12 and 1. Yeah, it, which is why <laughs> I begrudgingly have to admit that. Um, 
unless they go one and twelve in their next thirteen. Like, it, but, it's ridiculous. Yeah, <laughs> it's it's yeah. kind of ridiculous to be honest with you. Yeah. So Calgary, I gotta say Vegas. You can never count Vegas out. And like, yes, they lost Mark go, Stone, but it has to go drastically wrong in this next little yeah. bit for them, like before the deadline mm-hmm. for them to fall out of the playoff race. Yeah. Um, Vegas or with Vegas, like Jack Eichel is just starting to kind of hit his stride. And yeah. He's fresh while everybody else is in like the back half of the season mode. So, mm-hmm. And he, he's now starting to put up the points with Vegas. So I, I am excited yeah. actually for that Friday game because I haven't actually watched any Vegas hockey mm-hmm. since Eichel. Like was on the ice. Yeah, yeah. Me uh, so that'll be the first time I actually get to see him play in a Golden Knights uniform. So yeah. So the only thing I saw of him otherwise was like that first game uh, and him in the penalty box. That was it. So yeah, <laughs> I was like, I'm actually I'm, I'm excited to watch it. So yeah, if I'm going top four, I'm going Calgary, Vegas, again in no particular order. I it's, it's the teams that are there right now. Yeah, I have to say Edmonton, and I want to say Anaheim. As well. Okay. Like, wait, LA's dropping out, you think? I know it's my hot take. <laughs> I just, I All can't, right. I, I haven't watched enough LA hockey, I think, to, to really see the potential, but like, they're really between LA and Anaheim, there's four points difference. Mm-hmm. Yes, we have a couple games in hand, but between LA, Vegas, and Edmonton, there's only three, no, two points, sorry, separating LA and Edmonton. And all three of those teams have the same amount of games played. So it's, Oh, yeah, okay. It's up yeah. for grabs. Like, so I find it hard to say, like, well, no. It's in my mind, LA, Vegas, and Edmonton are all all in that bubble of, like, these are the teams that could make it. One of them's probably going to drop out because yeah. I feel like I have to say Anaheim on the Ducks podcast. But also, I do believe that they'll they'll figure it out. I they'll still, squeak in. I They're not going to go far, can. but I think I think that they have the drive to get in. Yeah. The numbers aren't looking good right now, no. but like you, you have to do well over the next couple of games. I'm, I'm still on that train of thought that like yeah. by the time of that Nashville game, we'll have an idea of where this team's going to be for the postseason. Yeah. yeah, for sure. So we, we both said Vegas was going to be in there. Maybe not top of the division. Might be squeaking in, but yeah. Vegas is a good team. They got lots of good players, even yeah, if they you do. take Mark Stone out of the equation. So yeah, um, yeah it's going to be uh, an interesting game for sure. Um Defense is going to be huge for this game. Um, yeah. What about Robin Leonard? Do you have any thoughts on him? Great goaltender. He's a guy I'd love to meet in person. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Um, He's had a, not his best season. So. No. It's. It, it, I, I like our odds that way. Like Vegas mm-hmm. has. Like Leonard's Loren, generally like, pretty Loren consistently Bersois, good. Though, as, uh, as a backup for them, though, has not been uh, a travesty either. No, it's been good. So. Their their goaltending is is pretty above average, but every once yeah. in a while, Leonard has a bad game, mm-hmm. uh, and more often than I've seen in previous seasons. And maybe it's it's just because I follow him a, a bit more with him. Just being him Pacific, being in the Western Conference, yeah, or exactly, in the Pacific, yeah. yeah he's he's yeah, most of his being a starter in the East, Western right? Conference, yeah. yeah. Um, so. I don't know. It's if there if there's any goal or if there's any chance of winning this game, it's going to be because Robin Leonard has a bad game. Slash, mm-hmm. he doesn't get the defensive support in front of him to have mm-hmm. a stellar game. If that makes sense? Yeah, um, it makes sense. Because I don't think we win this game by. I mean, let me rephrase this because otherwise it's going to sound fucking stupid. But we're not going <laughs> to 
drastically outscore the Vegas Golden Knights. If they score like five, six goals, we're not outscoring that. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, oh, sorry. Okay. I'm going to make a quick correction here. Uh, Logan yeah. Thompson is currently the backup goaltender for the Vegas Golden Knights, uh, who's kind of a local guy, actually, for us. He's from Calgary. Oh, cool. So, uh, yeah, he's currently their, their backup at the moment. Uh, the season series against the Golden Knights is currently 2-1 for the Golden Knights. Uh, the first two were high-scoring affairs. 5-4 Golden Knights win in a shootout back in October. Uh, started December was a 6-5 win for the Ducks. And then uh, at the end of December on uh, New Year's Eve, there was a 3-1 win for the Golden Knights. So Okay, so maybe I can take back what I said. Is I don't think we win if we score like, or if Vegas scores five or six goals. Because Yeah, I do remember that those were like defensive laps games that were like yeah. the offense was just on fire. So, mm-hmm. but yeah, this is yeah, the last I'm meeting sure. against the Golden Knights. So I'm excited for it. I always like these games. So there's a, there's mm-hmm. a good rivalry kind of brew in there too. So yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, which is good. Um, Sunday, we play against the San Jose Sharks. That game's 5 p.m. Pacific time. Please beat um, them this time. Please beat them this time. Yeah, that's, that was a rough one last time. What, like was, we, we was won last, last weekend? Uh, yeah, we won last time in the shootout. Who, what game am I thinking of then? I have no idea. Uh, like We won in that kind of stuff, but like, it should not have been that close. <laughs> yeah. So oh, I'm thinking no, of no pun intended Sorry, here either. We should have been blowing them out of the water. <laughs> <laughs> sure, whatever. <laughs> um, yeah, no, yeah, I, okay. I do remember that game now. It's it, it, you're right. It should have been better than it was. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, there's there's no, and we had Stellar's in net for that game as well. Not uh, it wasn't even like a Gibson lapse. Double checking that here. So, that's, yes, you are correct. So, that was that was yeah. Stellar's having forty three shots, making forty saves. Yeah, for so, a, like, for a nine thirty save percentage in sixty five yeah. minutes. So that was a hundred percent. That our defense just had to be better that game. Stellar's yeah. was the reason we won that game. And if I think if Gibson was in net the way he's been playing lately, we that would not have not been sure. a good game yeah. at all. So we we got to be better against the San Jose Sharks. Because that's a team that we are just straight we up. Just, we need to be. in facts here, we are better than them. We are yeah. a better team than the San Jose Sharks. There's no reason that game should have been that close. No. 100%. Okay. Yeah. yeah. All right. Um, anything you want to add about these games here? Again, nothing. Okay, cool. I want to see I want to see at least... I can, I can see three points out of these two games. I hope so. It's always been close with Vegas. It has, yeah. We, and we always play up to that. San Jose, we need the two points. Yeah. So. Three three out of four points. Like cannot be mad about that. If we no. if we got three out of four points the whole season, like every for every two game set mm-hmm. we played, would not be we'd be one of the best teams in the league. So yeah. <laughs> going it, going like, three for four is just fine. Yeah. This this weekend is gonna be a massive weekend for us because you can climb four points in the standings if you beat both these teams regulation. Right, yeah. so you especially separate. against Vegas too, because yeah. it's not only two points for us; it's two points that Vegas doesn't get. Yeah, exactly. We uh, Vegas has two games in hand on us right now, um, mm-hmm. but they're only three points ahead in the standings. So you can make yeah. it interesting by beating them and separating yourself a little bit more from San Jose. So yeah, absolutely. 
Okay. Um, I see you got something here for what's quacking. Um, so let's just dive right into that, and sure. uh, we'll we'll skip our second break for this uh, this episode. And yeah, let's do it. So we all know and love the song "Stacy's Mom" by Fountains mm-hmm. of Wayne, right? Uh, which also in itself is a great band name, I think. Mm-hmm. So, uh, but have you heard about Stacy's dad? I, I just assumed he was a milkman. All right. I thought he went out for cigarettes one day and, you know, yep. got lost, never came back. Since your dad well, one of those your two. Use a guy like me. Yeah. Yeah, you get a point. Oh, I guess. Yeah, Yeah. that's probably where that came from. Yeah. Uh, So I'm not even sure where these guys are from. I just kind of came across this on uh, TikTok. A band called Sub Radio made a parody of Stacy's mom called Stacy's Dad. And it's, you know, it's it's, it's talking about Stacy's dad in the way that, you know, Fountains Away talked about Stacy's mom. It's self-explanatory. You can listen to it right here now. So sorry. um, Just to clarify, is this like um, just swapping the gender of stacy's mom no they they rewrote this okay so it's it's so okay maybe a better way of asking it is it like a a a reboot of stacy's mom where it's like okay let's pretend that you know stacy's mom left and then stacy's dad is the one that everyone's talking about or is this like in the same universe where like okay we know stacy's mom Whatever happened to Stacy's dad? Well, he's no. Off, I think like, it's I think it's the flip. It's like the alternate universe thing. Alternate universe. Okay. Yeah. I just wanted so, to clarify. Yeah. Uh, for yourself, Carter, I'd put it into full screen because there are lyrics uh, on the video. Okay. So, we'll do. Yeah. So I'll pull it up right now. This is Stacy's dad by Sub Radio. Stacy, can I come over in my car? In my car. We can change the oil and hang out in the garage. garage. Did your dad get back from the hardware store? Hardware store. Is he there or is he reading about the Civil War? and there you go stacy's dad has got me down bad that's good i the part that got me is the uh since your mom came out yeah <laughs> i immediately thought of big walked out yeah, yeah. Exactly. oh my god yes <laughs> <laughs> oh that is good uh, i uh um, i'm not gay but that, but that song makes me want to meet stacy's what's that <laughs> 20 bucks is 20 bucks well yeah but that that song makes me want to you know get get on a first name basis with uh with stacy's dad <laughs> 
um yeah if you if you want to check out more of their stuff uh they're on tiktok at sub radio band um mm-hmm. i'm not sure what else they just did to, or anything yeah. like that but yeah just uh you know, i'm gonna get a little nerdy here so surprise unplugged yeah (laughs) this is the kind of surprises that i like (laughs) another hour and a half the that cover was that cover was very faithful like the rhythm of the the vocals the little like synth keyboard part in like the the okay now now see i'm not sure if they completely re-recorded everything or if that was like the karaoke version they just recorded on top of it i don't know they were but well then either either way they're very good at um faking playing their instruments so um either way there's that they're either fantastic musicians and or had a fantastic recording engineer or they're fantastic air musicians there you go Uh, i'm just seeing this comment here uh buddy of mine uh james vardy uh that i went to school with supnate hey bud how's it going just wanted to throw that up quick sorry i haven't talked to him in a couple months so all good oh um yeah it's a good cover though Nice. I'm, I'm definitely going to check them out. Did your dad get back from the hardware store? <laughs> yeah, that's good too. <laughs> uh, yeah, cool. just very, very good. Just, you know what? It deserves one of these. There you go. Yeah. Respect. Respect. Yeah, Respect. I'm definitely going to check those guys out there. But um, I'm definitely going to do it after dinner because when you said sub radio, my tummy gurgled because you said sub. Ooh. That made me hungry. Okay, Subway or Quiznos? Um, Subway has a special place in my heart because it allowed me to survive my first year of university. Yes, true. <laughs> and I still, I, I'm not sick of it. I still love it. Less than but, a five-minute walk from our room. <laughs> yeah, in terms of quality, and I, I got to give it to Quiznos. Quiznos is really by right. far way better. Yeah, right. um, there's a couple things that are better at Quiznos, but overall, I'd go with Subway. Yeah, they if Subway or if Quiznos had as many stores as Subway did, mm-hmm. like it was as accessible, I would eat at Quiznos a hundred percent of the time. I, I wouldn't even consider Subway. But Subway is all over the place, and it's just yeah. the convenience of it, and it's like good enough. And all oh, their Italian herbs and cheese. Fucking yeah, Subway. That. Yeah, that's that's the go-to. Yeah. If you have anything else, like besides the flatbread, if you have anything else, what are you doing with your life? <laughs> yeah. Subway, if you're listening, if you make a candle out of Italian herbs and cheese, like an Italian oh my God, yes. candle, I me. would I would literally buy a hundred of those. Yeah. Immediately. No, you gotta make it a you gotta make fucking it fucking awesome. I, okay, yes, people do still buy candles of that, but I feel like the thing yeah. to go with is sensi. You gotta make you gotta you know make what? it as a scentsy. Yeah, you know what? I I just want the, that scent in my yeah. house a hundred percent of the time. Yeah, me too. So that's a, that's all I have to say about that. We're running yeah. running a little Pretty longer. Long. <laughs> yeah, so we'll. Uh, I I could talk about Subway and subs and food and candles for a long time. <laughs> well, maybe not candles, but um. But Nate, where can they uh they send you their favorite Stacy's mom covers? Uh, you can send those to me on Twitter at Tate Namas, T A T E N H O M A S. And one more reminder that Carter and I are both going to be on the Hockey Podcast Network's YouTube channel uh, on Friday doing the w- live watch along of the Anaheim Ducks and Vegas Golden Knights. It's going to be a fun time. Bring some drinks and some food and just come hang out with us, watch some Dutch. Duck, yeah. 
watch some Dutch hockey. Yes, Dutch hockey. Uh, Dutch <laughs> hockey. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Um, and you can follow myself at Carter underscore Potts, P-O-T-T-S underscore 97. If you liked my BDE segment there, um, is it big dick energy? Is it big duck energy? Who knows? Don't know. Yeah, it's up for you to decide. Um, but I'd love some feedback on that, um, which you can DM me on Twitter there. Uh, and you can follow the show at Carter. No, <laughs> <laughs> not that. <laughs> other way around. I mixed up my, my handles. I usually do it the other way around. You can follow the show at Quack Report Pod on Twitter, Instagram, uh, TikTok, anywhere. Uh, we're also on YouTube and Twitch. Thank you guys very much for tuning in to the Wednesday edition slash Thursday edition of the, the Quack Report. And we'll see you on Friday for a watch along. 